Hey TRB fans, this episode is presented by Star Wars Card Trader by Tops Digital Collectibles app. Collect and trade digital collectibles, including new weekly exclusive Mandalorian episodic content. Download the app and relive the entire Star Wars saga, from 1977's A New Hope to Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker, on your quest to collect your favorite heroes, villains, weapons, spacecraft, and more. The Tops app brings your Star Wars collection to life, with a fun thematic user experience. In-app features like Workbench, a collectible trade-in function, ability to trade 24-7, set wish and trade lists so others can know which collectibles are on your radar, and a set completion tracker to monitor all your progress. To celebrate Episode 9's premiere later this month, the app recently launched a brand new Kylo Ren-inspired set, aptly titled I'll Show You the Dark Side which includes amazing types of never-before-seen collectibles. Star Wars Card Trader by Tops is available worldwide for free download and can be found in both the iTunes App Store or Google Play Store. You're listening to this broadcast. You're a part of the Welcome back to the Resistance Broadcast, everybody. I'm John. How are you? Thanks so much for joining us today. We have a great show. Why? Because it is time to throw speculation, theories, wishes, and hopes out of the window. Because we are one week away from the rise of Skywalker hitting theaters. And we're going to take our last shot at predicting what we think is going to happen in the movie. Joining me, as always, is James and Lacey. One week away from the biggest moment in the history of this podcast, James Bainey <laughs> hitting me and Lacey in the face with pies. Softly with pies. You ready? Lacey you is so nervous about that. I am. Like, I've what seen do you terrible think I'm videos punch on you? <laughs> I think she thinks you're going to hit her with like a frozen Mrs. Smith's apple pie or something. Yeah. Every Just... time this gets brought up, I'd make no joke about hitting her really hard. But she's like, you can't bloody my nose. Okay, I don't say it that aggressively. I ask nicely. Please don't do that. Mm. <laughs> well, James is the violent one on the podcast. We all know this. Um, <laughs> no, James, are you uh, have you picked your type of pie yet? Are you ready? Are you mentally prepared? Have you physically been practicing the art of smashing pies? In like, do you have a, a mannequin set up where you're hitting them in the face? What's what's going on there? Uh, all of the above. Excellent. Excellent. I know people out there. Sorry, I selected the wrong. None of the above. None. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I know this has been going on for over a year now, so people are probably finally like, get it on already. Literally, Let's go. yeah. <laughs> and the same thing that we're going to do with this podcast now, because we have... It's back, baby. Will the Force back, baby! And we have <laughs> James Bainey here to shepherd us through that. And um, later on, though, stick around because we have a Patreon pod race. Neil Lowry is going to join us there. And we're going to give our final predictions in our discussion, just open discussion, what we think is happening in episode nine. But right now, Will the Force, James, where's our buddy Chirrut? I fear nothing for all this as the Force wills it. Ooh, how many questions we got this week, guys? One, two, three, four, 
five. We're back to normal. Do the the whole five every other one is a patron question. Uh, so, so let's do this, guys. Uh, <laughs> Will of the Force this week uh, starts with Will the Huts appear in the Obi Wan Kenobi series? Lacey, that is a question you're going to answer first. Yes, they will. I don't think you can have a show that happens on Tatooine without the huts there. The huts. Uh, John, do you think the huts are coming back for the Obi-Wan series? No. What? Be- but, John, you can't have a, a show on Tatooine without <laughs> the huts. I know, but I think, I think they want to go back to puppet-style huts, and I don't think six episodes they're going to want to involve a production of that scale, bringing puppets back for an Obi-Wan series. You need to tell Obi-Wan's story. Let's not get the huts involved. Plus, you need to save the return of Jabba. For the follow-up to Solo, hashtag makes Solo 2 happen, Michelle Rejwan. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think we're getting huts in the Obi-Wan series, though I would delightfully welcome them. You make some solid points there. Yeah. Gosh, Dan, how dare I was, you? I was like, go with Lacey on this one. Um, you say yes? No, I, w- I was going to. Oh, <laughs> But I think your I think your biggest point is the spectacle of Make Solo Two happen, and uh, also just how much it would might actually be to create that puppet. So, hey John, I think you won me over. I gotta go. Hey, I went into that with with a yes. Uh, Lacey, did you change your mind? Never, never. I'll go down <laughs> with this ship. Uboshuda. <laughs> All right, we got a question here. This is coming from General Seth Kime. Hey, Seth. What's up, Seth? Uh, Seth wants to know, will we get any more backstory uh, on Ray's parentage or fam- family tree or was filthy junk traders it? It's all we're- uh, John, answer this question. What do you think? I think JJ sort of answered that and said, we will. Um, I think he is going to toe a fine line to not step on Ryan Johnson's story and where he took um, the story, but also add stuff to it. In other words, yeah, the what she saw in her vision was true uh, in her mind that those were her parents. They were nobody, but dot, 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 whatever happens a week from today. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Seth, I think we will. We will get uh, definitely some more on that backstory. And even I think Daisy Ridley has alluded to the fans want it and they're curious. And so um, I think it's without a doubt we're going to get more info on where the scavenger came from. Lacey, are we going to know what the dealio is? <laughs> I think we will. Wait, what is the exact wording of the question? We will find out Ray has different parents or it's sort of two things. Will we get any more on the backstory of Ray's parentage or family tree or was filthy junk traders it? We will get more on Ray's backstory 
in The Rise of Skywalker. You know, in 2015, when she was doing press, I think she was at the MTV Movie Awards or something. They asked her backstage, like, I think it was Josh Horowitz, actually, that asked her. It was like, do you know who Ray's parents are? And she was like, yeah, I thought it was pretty obvious who her parents were in the movie. Like, I think it it's pretty obvious. And then Last Jedi happens, and it's like, they're nobody. Why would she be so sure that they were nobody mm-hmm. from, like, day one if it was a surprise to basically everybody in the second movie? And then J.J. comes in and is like, yeah, of course I would have had a different movie if I did the second one. But we're going with what Ryan did. To me, underneath that is... I had a different idea for Ray. I'm going to explore that more. And they've also said they're going to do that. So, yes, we'll find out more about Ray. Um, I'm going to say right. yes as well. And I, I think uh, John brought up JJ addressing it. And Lacey, you brought up Daisy addressing it. But both of those people have said, you know, um, yeah, we're going to touch on that in the movie. So uh, you're going to find out exactly how that all goes down. So, I mean, I, th- I think that has been uh, well established that even if it ends up being that it was just filthy junk traders. Um, the the backstory of Ray's parentage will be addressed, at least. Agreed. And we'll talk about that more in about 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Will Orson Krennic appear in the Cassian Andor series? Lacey. No, I don't think he will. I think they're going to keep him for Rogue One and Cassian Andor is going to engage with some other type of villain or issues because this takes place prior to Rogue One, obviously. Um, After. <laughs> prior. Uh, yeah, no. He's not going to be in it. All right, John. Uh, Orson Krennic, will he be in the series? 100% yes. I knew you were going to fight me on this. Yep. Okay, uh, go ahead. Ben Mendelsohn does not shy away from streaming series. He did two seasons of Bloodline on Netflix uh, so he's down with that type of storytelling, that type of performance. Uh, it's not below him. So he won't say, don't you dad Disney plus me or <laughs> whatever John Boyega said. You're not going to Disney plus me. Um, and then also, I think uh, with Tony Gilroy having to come in, because apparently casting Andor has been a disaster uh, to, to rewrite <laughs> and, and do stuff. Um, I think he sees the value in that type of actor and that type of role. And Krennic was a big part of Rogue One. And I think maybe Tony Gilroy wants to go back to that well that worked and bring in that villain. Now, whether he's a big part or not, I don't know. But if you're giving me six hours of casting Andor, I think there's a good chance you may see some Orson Krennic. All right. um, I say no. Um, I think that... uh uh, John, your your point of you know Orson Krennic was a big part of that movie, but I don't think he was like the heart and soul of that movie, kind of a thing. Um, I think that the, the well, I think what they're gonna accomplish. Well, I, my biggest reason, honestly, I'll just get straight straight to it, is I think that Orson Krennic was related to something that they were unaware of at the time. They became aware of the Death Star and the projects that. Orson Krennic specifically is working on 
at the beginning of that movie. Um, so I think that anything that Cassie and Andor is being sent on a mission has nothing to do with the Death Star. So I'm just going to go with no. Well, that's unfortunate. That's it. <laughs> um, All right. The next question comes from Major Tiffany. Hi, uh, Tiffany. Ma- Major hey, Tiffany. Tiffany wanted to know, will we see someone with Sith eyes at some point in the Rise of Skywalker? And if yes, who do you think it will be? John, we're starting with you. I mean, I'm going to cheat here and say, yes, of course. Because we're going to see Sheev Palpatine, who has perma Sith eyes. He always has the yellow eyes. So um, I think uh, there's also a maybe a chance that Kylo Ren has some Sith eyes, too. But uh, like I said, I'm cheating. I'm saying Palpatine's coming back. So we'll definitely see his yellow, disgusting uh, OG Sith eyes in The Rise of Skywalker. And um, yeah, thanks, Tiffany. Hope it's not too cold up there in the Great White North because it's already freezing here in Connecticut. <laughs> um, Lacey, are you going to be taking the uh, the cheating option? Yeah, that was my answer. Yes, Ooh. we'll see him because of Palpatine. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> not um, Kylo Ren? That sad boy is not getting Sith eyes. So should I say I yes and say Hall of uh, Fame? <laughs> one week, one um, week left to use it. <laughs> Sorry, James. No, no, no. I, I was like, should I say yes and just say it will be like a new crazy Sith? Like, oh, oh, I'll say yes. I will say yes. Dark Ray. <laughs> Does she have? They, I don't think she. Not that we've seen, but we don't know if she um, does something, you know, that could cause that fair. to pop out. Um, and then or that if would that be shot gets updated in posts, right? Oh, that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I understand the Palpatine thing. I think the real question was really based around Kylo Ren, but I'm I'm gonna say since there is like an outstanding Sith that we've seen, or some sort of dark evil entity, you know, I think it could potentially show up there. So let's go ahead and say yes uh, for Dark Ray reasons. Um, okay. All right, last question uh, for Will of the Force. This will serve as a little bit of a prep for our discussion uh, based on you know what we talked about Monday, how Oscar Isaac spoke uh, about the future and lack thereof for his character. Will Poe Dameron die in The Rise of Skywalker? We even talked off camera about this a little bit, Lacey. You think he's going to die? I do. I do think Poe Dameron's going to die. I'm pretty sure I said this a year ago, that if anyone's going to die, because we had a question, I think, on Will of the Force that was like, what character do you think might die? Mm -hmm. Mm. And I said Poe. Are you calling it? No, I'm not calling it. I'm just saying like he's the only one in my brain that would make that sacrificial I'm doing it for the resistance and that would be the perfect way for his character to kind of come full circle because he starts very I'm on a mission I'm on a mission then last Jedi he's very selfish at times very thinking about himself thinking like 
he's kind of posing it as a, it's for the resistance, but it's very about him. Posing. All right. Uh, and then this movie would make sense if he was more consumed with what's the good for everybody. So I could see him dying. And that would also explain why Oscar Isaac looks so sad in all the interviews if his character dies. So I'm sorry. I don't want him to die, to be clear, but I think he might. He's in a lot of marketing. So he's not in Tally Lintra territory for you. You like Poe. No. Okay. Yes. Tally is Tally. <laughs> Tally John will not Poe be Dameron. in the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> um, is Poe Dameron dying in the Rise of Skywalker? <sighs> Poe Dameron? <laughs> you know what? I was going to say no because JJ's doing the whole satisfied thing, but Hearing Chris Terrio say how much he loves Lawrence Kasdan and his type of storytelling. Lawrence Kasdan was a big proponent of Han Solo dying in Return of the Jedi. And George Lucas said no. So I think it's possible that Poe Dameron dies. If anyone of this group dies, obviously Kylo Ren's dying. But if any of the good guys die, uh, it's going to be Poe Dameron. So... And plus his whole, like, like Lacey pointed out the video with um, his interview Monday saying nope to uh, Disney Plus. It's almost like nope because there's no chance. Uh, so, Right. Um, that's how it could be. T- that's completely right. It could be taken that way. He could be saying nope as we're taking it like, oh, he's done with. Maybe it's literally like, I can't. Well, also, I die. JJ almost killed cool post series. That would be great. JJ almost killed him in The Force Awakens, and maybe he's mad that JJ killed him in this one. Uh, so I, I think uh, <laughs> because he did Star Wars Resistance, he was cool with doing voice. He's all in. He loves Star Wars. Yeah. So maybe now because they cut him off, there's no more options. He's upset. So I'm gonna say yes. I think Poe Dameron's gonna die in The Rise of Skywalker. He keeps Y'all talking about chapters closing too. No. Yeah, this guy's not dying. All right, no cool. Way. <laughs> I I I'm hearing you you've you guys have convinced me on certain stuff and I I heard that whole thing and I go nope I think the Disney Plus comments are just like television versus film um and that's not uh Oscar Isaac's bag baby uh <laughs> and uh I I think that if uh if the, even if they did kill him off there's so many there are opportunities i think i've pitched it before like actually i it wasn't exactly this i pitched young poe they could find like a teenager and and go through you know early years of what he was like um wouldn't be him but no 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 i know i I said i pitched it and then i was like well i guess it was more young poe but i still think that uh just like a an early adventures of han solo could be uh done with poe dameron um just the same, but no, he's not dying, man. I'm telling you. All right, I hope just, not. Yeah, dude, it's those big three. I think they're all making it out. All right, uh, Lacey, do you wanna you wanna uh, do the Patreon Padres? What do you think? That's it for Will of the Force. Yeah, so it's time for the Patreon Padres. So there are lots of ways you guys can support us. By watching this episode, liking it, subscribing, uh, following us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. And there's also Patreon, patreon.com slash resistance broadcast, where 
There are different types of tiers that get different benefits, and it helps support the show's travel, equipment, cool stuff, giveaways, etc. Just supports our time and efforts and content that we give to you guys. So as part of that benefit, our generals get to be a part of the show. So this week, we have General Neil Lowry, our general of positivity. Uh, we hope you're feeling better, Neil. Yes. Uh, but he took some time, and we're so thankful he did, to answer this question. Do you want to see Ray, Finn, and Poe in future Star Wars movies? Or do you want their story to end with the conclusion of the Skywalker story? So take it away, Neil. Hello, Richard Broadcast. Do I think Ray, Finn, and Poe should get more stories after the rise of Skywalker? Uh, hopefully if the movie does sort of round off their story in a very satisfactory way, with a bit of a force stop on it, then obviously no, but I think we would like to see more stories with them in it. Uh, and we have to see how it goes. It's open-ended, I think. As actors, probably they want to carry on with uh, their careers in other things for the moment. So hopefully going back in uh, you know, a few years or something on Disney+, Plus. You know, maybe in five or six years, probably. You know, just think I'd be open-ended as that. That's it for General Neil. Over and out. Awesome. Well done. First of all, love the sweatshirt. Solid. <laughs> um, John, what do you think hmm. of Neil's answer? It's a very uh, Neil answer. Um, <laughs> it's very positive. Um, mm-hmm. He, I like how he acknowledges that you know these actors are not the characters. They have other aspirations. They are still young, um, for the most part, and they may want to l- explore other things. Um, but he did the whole like you know. With that said, and you know maybe a few years down the line, uh, they can come back and tell new stories. But he hopes that this story still has a, a finality to it. So he touched on all the beats, kind of. Um, like I said, in a very Neil way. So Neil, um, like Lacey said, I do hope you are feeling better. Uh, I know you've been a bit under the weather, but thank you for taking the time. You are the general of positivity. You make us feel good (laughs) all the time when you're always tagging us and telling people to follow us and listen to us. And I appreciate that very much. So I hope you have uh, wonderful holidays. I'll obviously talk to you on Twitter, but uh, my chance to tell you right now, hope you have wonderful holidays and uh, and bright new year and to the future of Star Wars uh, together in the TRB fam. Thanks, man. Yeah, I agree with you, Neil, that I think they're going to leave it open-ended. Um, we heard that from Chris Terrio, basically, when James was at the press conference the other day, that he was like, well, we're it's closing it and it's giving you a satisfying ending, but mm. we're leaving it open that maybe things could come from come from this in this story. Um, I really hope that happens because I'd love to see an episode 10. Um, but I f- I'm sorry in, <clears throat> now after the fact that I said Poe was going to die because I feel like he <laughs> wouldn't like that answer. So I'm sorry. James, oh. what did you think? Um, I, I, man, I don't know. This was a topic of uh, discussion with uh, people at the conference. Will, will they or will they not move forward with episode 10? And what is that? You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I see both sides to the argument. So, um, I don't know. I, I I think if if they did it, I would be like on board with it. But if they didn't, I would be like that also makes perfect sense to me. So I'm I'm really kind of like Neil in this. Like I'm just 
I'm I'm go with the flow. Like whatever they want to do, I am 100% down. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Neil. And now we're going to head to John for our discussion and predictions. Obi-Wan once thought as you do. All right, guys. Final predictions for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. In the famous words of Kevin McAllister, this is it. Don't get scared now. (laughs) Guys, this is it. I really like that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. I should have had my BB gun. Um, (laughs) We have arrived. This is it. One week from today, The Rise of Skywalker hits theaters, and hopefully all questions are answered. So let's do this one last time for this movie. Of course, we'll keep predicting Star Wars stuff in the future because more content is coming. Our final predictions on what's going to happen in The Rise of Skywalker to end the Skywalker story. Uh, So I kind of want to start this off going back to my re-return on my thoughts on Leia. Um, I think Leia is going to be in this movie for a very short period of time. I think she is going to engage with Ray and the whole handing off of the lightsaber and, you know, uh, your training's complete sort of thing because we learned from uh, James's coverage at the um, global press conference on that placard there that Leia's going to be training Ray in the ways of the Force. So she took that year to harness her powers, become a good teacher, teach Ray, and this is maybe sort of the end to, to go on the final battle. And then I think Leia will pass, become a Force ghost, and that's their way to honor Carrie to know that they're not going to be continuing the character of Leia without her. And I think that's fitting. I think that's the right move to make. So it makes all the sense in the world for this movie to end with like a Force ghost Um Leia with her brother and that would, to me would be very satisfying I think so I want to start there if you guys want to pick up on that and then bring up other stuff let's just have an open chat about it and give our last uh, predictions and then when we're all wrong we come back and show this yeah. as a, a blooper reel of sorts yeah <laughs> I completely agree with all of that I think that she's not going to be in this movie very much and she's going to be a force ghost um, I think when she dies I'm going to cry so bad it's going to be miserable but then they're going to bring us back up with a happy ending that being said i really hope and i think we will see her light a lightsaber yeah yeah i think that'd be cool i that's why i voted Mm. yes on the prize of skywalker thing her her or luke in a flashback but yeah absolutely and i think they're gonna make her converse with luke somehow there's a lot of people wondering if there's going to be a huge like flashback thing with all of them, including Harrison. Right, right. And they got it. James, you keep saying, would it be satisfying to me? That would be. I don't know where you are, where you are on that. Point. I think it would be too. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not like a huge predictions person. Like I, it stresses me out because I feel like if I say it and then it was wrong, I'm like, well, <laughs> my word doesn't mean anything anymore. You know, or my, um insight uh, i know it's all i know, fun. I know. good fun um but i i do think that there is there are just a specific handful of things that have come out of these movies that are like the big things um that maybe they didn't do properly and there is still a big opportunity for them to do that in the third one because you know they were they saw what happened in the first two they saw how people reacted to it and they have this opportunity to to finish that thing 
one of the biggest complaints that I think people say is that we we it was a missed opportunity and we never got to see the three on screen again. Um, so I feel like this is their opportunity to fix that situation. The only part of me that scares me in that is I feel like Mark would be more vocal. And he's not. If they did retcon that, fix that, I feel like he would be promoting this movie a little bit more. I don't... You know what, man? I feel like that's the one thing that he would keep buttoned up about because he wants fans to experience that that's fresh. fair i hear that my you you talk about concerns my concerns with that is how they pull it off mm-hmm. is it is it going to be a thing where there's harrison ford they de-aged him he looks great same with mark hamill carrie looks like an animated character or something like they have to be careful with how like they do Rogue I, one I don't like Leia in Rogue One. I think that was a mistake. I didn't like used, it either. They, they should have let it fit from the back. They didn't use the de-aging technology. They used the different actress and superimposed right. Carrie's like likeness. That I think they need to fix that, honestly. But that's another story. Um, or just, <laughs> yeah, or like you said, just leave her from the back. From right. the back, right. yeah. Um, but uh, that makes me nervous how they're going to pull that off. But I really want to see it. Um, whether it's them dropping Ben off at school or, you know, uh, at the academy or, or there's just them having some kind of final meeting together. Uh, I don't know. I would really love to see that happen, not just how they pull it off, I guess. Lacey, do you think they'll do that? Yeah, I think they're going to. I think this movie is going to be obviously a big focus on Ray, Finn, Poe, and um, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo. But I also think there are going to be moments like with Lando and Carrie and C-3PO, but like bringing back the original trilogy people to give them their moment to shine. And like John said, I th- and you said it too, I don't think they've had that moment with the big three yet. And I know for being an original trilogy fan, um, I was disappointed when it didn't happen in the first movie. Like when they were all separated, because then you were like, oh, well, in the next movie, I'll get it. And you didn't get it, obviously. And then you're like, okay, well, I feel you feel like you have this like not missed opportunity, but like a lack of closure with that series because Mm -hmm. the Return of the Jedi, it left in such a good place that you're like, oh, they're happy and the galaxy is wonderful and everything's great. And then it's like, oh, psych everything's terrible 30 years later and you're like wait what what happened we were in Mm -hmm. such a good place so you needed that moment even if it's just one scene to kind of give you the closure of everything's okay now even though it wasn't Mm -hmm. good for a little bit it's okay again um and then it will allow me personally to focus on the characters that need to be focused on because all you're dwelling on is like, okay, but what about all the people that I grew up with and I love? Now they're all like split apart in a terrible. Like, it, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one thing, and I have a little bit of insight here because I was in that thing with Chris Terrio, And one of the questions sure. he he talked about was that like step forward to episode 10. Um, if And the way he described it is he said, um, these stories continue. They do. These characters don't don't die five minutes after the movie, right? They have lives. Their stories continue. And we really wanted to find the right place to end this story. And he said, and he gave an example. He said, you know, 
Um, I could I could end a story about uh, a time when I got in a car crash, uh, but then I could end a story maybe after I gone to the hospital and met my wife at the hospital. You know what I mean? Right. Depending on where you end a story, it, it tells um, uh, it tells, you know, it just comes to a different conclusion and, and it's kind of a different approach to a project. And so they worked really hard to figure out where to end these stories. And I think that kind of te- ties in with uh, what Kathleen Kennedy says, is, you know, we've planned uh, future projects with with Ray and Poe and all that. We've our, we got our next 10 years planned and all this other stuff. So, um, uh, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that um, I think that this movie is definitely going to end on a happy note. I think that that yeah um, we're we're going to see that. Um, I don't think there's going to be anything that. Uh, I don't know. I agree. I don't know, I don't know what I'm saying. You know. <laughs> I I I agree. It has to end on a happy note. I I there's no part of me that thinks it's not going to end with the resistance uh, winning with the support of people across the galaxy coming together to finally defeat evil. It's just how these stories end, and they're clearly saying this is the conclusion of this saga. So this isn't going to be a situation where the the bad guys win again. That's not how this is going to go down. So our surprises aren't going to be in the end game for like the fate of the galaxy. Our surprises are going to be like where do our characters end up, sort of thing. Is it um, a complete closing of the book where they pack it neatly and Chewie goes home to Kashyyyk type of thing, or does he? And do he and Poe take over as the buddies and Poe takes over the Falcon and Landos like gives it one last goodbye. Like it's been fun. He goes off like who knows what happens there. I also want to know what happens. Like what's why they why are we seeing Han's medal? Like right. What's going on with that medal? That's what I want to predict. Is that her giving is she giving that to Chewie? Is that like what what why they why they show the medal? That's what I want to know. It's a small thing. I bet. I bet it's a scene where they need something and she goes looking through the Falcon for something and she comes across it. Who, Leia? Yeah. Man. Hmm. Because it's her hands that are touching it, it looks it, like. It looks like it. Yeah. Like, Those I could see hol- that that's being... That's <laughs> I could see that being a moment, though, because one of the big fan things was Chewie never got a medal. So what better way to solve that than to say, here's Leia. She comes across this medal and she turns to Chewie and says, this is for you or something like that would then give a moment to Leia and Chewie. Yeah. That would give a moment to all the fans that said, why didn't Chewie get his medal? He'll finally get his medal. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, I thought I heard someone say that they gave him one in like a comic later or whatever, but. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. the Chewbacca comic, he reveals that he, he has a medal. medal. And yeah. he also got he actually, his medal at the, at well, he the gave it away TV too. Awards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I, and I wasn't going to go down that route, but John brought it up. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, as far as that medal, I, I really think it's going to be one of those things where it's like heartfelt and then just they, they like interrupt it, you know? Yeah, move da, on. Da, yeah. Da, 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 yeah. Da, and then like somebody walks in like, what's going on in here? And she's like, nothing. And she just kind of puts it away. You know, the movie Could music be. cuts. Um, I think that that's probably all they'll do with that. And to be honest, I know we were talking about the big three being on screen that if, if they don't do it, that might be your Han connection. Then then that's yeah, it. Yeah, just like you know? the dice in The Last Jedi. Yeah. 
They right. put their so. hands over the dice. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Lacey. Oh, I was going to say the thing that keeps kind of like throwing me off about these movies. Well, this movie, not these movies. This one movie uh, is C-3PO's role. Mm. Because I feel like from the first glimpse of this movie where he's wearing Chewie's bowcaster and, you know, has the whole all the setup and raised staff. We're all like we were all thrown off. We were like, why would he have all these things? But then James, from what it sounded like at the press conference, it sounds like he has a bigger role. So what could that be? What could that role be in the bigger scheme of things? Because even in the trailer, he's like, I'm saying goodbye. Well, what are they doing? Are they reformatting him? Are the like, mm-hmm. what's going on? He gets red eyes. What does that mean? I But I think he plays a bigger role than we all realize, I think. I think Babu Frick and, and C-3PO, that whole scene right there, clearly shows that C-3PO is important to the plot, at least in one point of the movie, that right. specific scene. I also think that um, the way that they've kind of used him in the last two films, he's been over there and he's not like out in the thick of it. And in this movie, if he's only important really to the plot for the one scene, he still has the whole movie to be in the thick of it with them. And I think Mm -hmm. that's probably where the like importance factor is coming in. You're important in this film because you're there in the scene when everything's happening at all times. Yes. You're with the core group who are going on a journey together. You're just there with them. Yeah. I agree with that. Right. I think um, it's not going to be a situation where he's like getting into warfare. I think um, him having Chewie's stuff was that is all part of this escape scene. Because we see Chewie running without his bandolier. They're busting him out of prison or whatever. And C-3PO mm-hmm. just happens to be the one who has to hold it all. And that's the comic relief of C-3PO. Which makes you think of back in the day with uh, Empire Strikes Back, Chewie and 3PO, him on his back and that sort of thing. Right. Or um, his eye popping yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Salacious Crumb like chewing his eye out. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you, James. That It's more of he's just going to be involved more. And he's not going to be the, you know, Leia's... Butler in the resistance base again. It's more of he's mm-hmm. involved. I think that's the extent of it. And I think that's great. Um, the whole like they fly now and there he is right in the skiff just in the mix. It's very mm-hmm. uh, old school 3PO and I like that. Um, uh, yeah, so I think that's the extent of 3PO. The one thing I'm curious about, like you say, him saying one last look with the red eyes, is he does he tap into like information which seems like more of an r2 thing uh to help them find something so is like right so why him though that's That's why i'm wondering that's but well that's what they'll tell us but what do you think that is 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 does he know how to get to whatever they need in the death star or because ray's holding that knife it looks like she's looking at it like the goonies looked at that coin to find the the treasure She's like holding it up to like see how it fits with something. It's very Goonies like. Does he have information to help piece that together inside him? Uh, I, I don't know. Like, why do you think he's being reprogrammed? I guess when you see the red eyes and he's working on the back of his head. What do you guys think's going on? What do you think's going on there? 
I don't know. The Dude. immediate thing that comes to my mind is two options. One, he speaks so many languages, so maybe he has to basically download something that's in a specific language, and it could maybe erase other things. So they're worried because they're like, oh, take this in. It might change who he is. Two, uh, another way they could work in some type of important plot line would be something happens where the information they need somehow gets put into him. So they have to get it out of him. And in that way, it might ruin something like kind of like, Oh, if we decide to download this information or get it out of his head, it might take away his personality or something. I, that makes sense. Also at the end of episode three, they had his memory erased. Right. And he's like, what? <laughs> like, Yeah. You know how sometimes like if you like work for a business, there's always like the IT guy. And if you screw something up and delete it, they can always somehow bring it back. You're saying Babu <laughs> Frick is the IT guy? Yeah. Like what if they there's something that C-3PO knew pre uh, fall of uh, Anakin or whatever that was in his brain. Reformat. That they can Prior go back and uh, yeah, go access uh, by doing something that you like you said maybe screws up his memories that happened after that. They like right. reset, yeah. So that, they're risking his memories and stuff, but to, he's willing to do it because to, to get old information or something. I don't which know, which is James. why he'd be saying goodbye to his friends because he won't remember them. Right, exactly. Yeah. Now, uh, James, what do you think? I mean, <laughs> I I feel like we've heard that before that it's it's. Uh, retrieving something from C-3PO's memory banks. Um, if they did do that, um, I mean, uh, number one, two, I'll throw it out there too. There's a the a Lego thing. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like a Lego memory thing? No. Uh, it was it was a short, and um, R2D2 like pulls up to C-3PO, and then he like takes this thing and like sticks it in his back, and when he when he when he does that, his C-3PO's eyes go red. And he's like, oh, yes, retrieving the data or something like that. Oh, really? Um, hmm. Yeah, it's like on a Lego short. I, I don't know if it was like from years ago or if it's like mm-hmm. something that's... None of the Lego stuff is canon, but it's kind of one of those things where like... But, I mean, this is how somewhere. they... Yeah, this is how they kind of think of it. Um, so... There is that thing. Um, I think that if they did do that, that would be a really easy way to, um, you know how like when Mark Hamill or I should say Luke Skywalker said Darth Sidious, you know what I mean? And you're like, ooh, kind of pulls, he's got this prequel vibe to it. Yeah. Um, I, I think that in that moment, if they needed to go back and retrieve something and he could be like little Annie and, and say other things like that, then maybe some of that stuff starts to hit the nostalgia button. Um, yeah. So, so all of that makes sense, especially with a B one battle droid behind him. Um, right. I I think all that stuff makes sense. Um, yeah. It's you you know it's so hard because we're having this discussion and we've had we've talked about all of this stuff. <laughs> it's oh, like they're what only if? showing us five minutes over and over and over. Mm-hmm. So we're like. What's the deal with the Death Star thing? What's sure, the deal with sure. the... Well, yeah. yeah. What if we have the image of Zori with the little disc that's supposed mm-hmm. to go on the back of his head talking to Poe, we're assuming, because his hair. Yeah. 
what if, because one of the things that stuck out to me when I saw the prequels for the first time, and then just any time I rewatch it, especially like Phantom Menace, is there's droids that look just like C-3PO that are walking around. And I remember when I was younger, I was like, <laughs> oh, look, C-3PO's. What if they find a disc from a previous droid and they plug it into him and he's being dramatic and saying, oh, I'm saying goodbye to my friends, but like they're just plugging in the floppy disk just for temporary reasons to get some information and then they're going to switch it back. So plugging in like the the disk, like the brain of another droid into him. They're mm-hmm. pulling the personality or of whatever, and they put the other one of in. Of C-3PO and, and putting him yeah. in, and he turns into someone else. Oh, yeah, that could be. I like that idea. That's interesting. They're only using the body as right. a yeah. a, bil- um, uh, a speaker, if you will, so that it could, it could actually So then the voice talk. is different, the personality is different, and it's an Imperial droid be being f- like, where am I? Where am I? And they're like, just give us the information. That'd be funny if like R2 is <sighs> there, and they take out C-3PO's brain, and he's like, can I have that? <laughs> um all right so moving like actually lacy i like yeah, to lead like them to too. where they need to go and then yeah. they could just switch it back yeah they better switch i'm it hearing back. this i'm hearing a voice in my head like a or something like that <laughs> totally not c3po it doesn't and it speak would just english be, yeah uh well, yeah what if i it's was kind of just making sounds but i could hear it speaking english but what if it is that droid from the phantom menace the one at the beginning that's like, oh, they'll be right with you. I mean, yeah, who knows? Because <laughs> it's a silver disc that she has in her hand. Yeah. Well, also, the the I mean, there's plenty of those uh, protocol droids. Like the one who mm-hmm. told him off in Empire was silver, too. Mm-hmm. Right. I- Ichuta. Um, or, the, yeah. Yep. All right. So speaking of Ow. droids, R2, obviously, we've been doing the whole where's R2 thing. Uh, still since, a thing. <laughs> yeah, still a thing. We're still doing it. Um do you guys think uh, he's going to be along for the ride too, uh, but just not doing too much, or do you think he's also he's still going he's going to be hidden once again? I think he's staying with the resistance. I don't think he's going on adventures with them. Yeah, yeah. I, I think sucks. I think practically, hidden. like practical wise, it's because it's hard to maneuver R two around, so they can't do as many action sequences like they can do with C three PO, where they can throw him on a cart. Or BB-8 that can roll along with everybody, like C3, like R2D2 is kind of slow. Yeah, but he that's was in- the practical reason. That's the practical reason. I think they're also gonna sh- they're gonna throw him in an X-wing. I think in this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, they. I think one of the toys had him in Pose X-wing. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think that he's gonna the be the resistance one? and then go into the X-wing. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if he who goes flies, in Pose X-wing, who does BB-8 fly with? BB-8's with uh, John Boyega, Finn, and Jana yeah, rolling he's the, alongside oh, the Han Hans. Wow, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so R2 back in the X-Wing. That's very satisfying, I guess. It is. Because he'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to, I need BB-8, and BB-8 as long can't as, go with him. So as long as he's R2. not that one crashing into the Star Destroyer. I know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think no. they show Poe no, crashing well, into we, the... You know oh, what we we've know, been saying we on know this podcast. They're survives, not killing those characters, right? Yeah, because of a book, the Wills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so we got the droids out of the way. Uh, do you guys want to talk like uh, Finn? And there's uh, reportedly they're going to explore his backstory. Do we think there's a relation with Jana now more so uh, because she's new? Uh, 
he's not related to Lando, I don't think. But they're saying they're exploring his backstory. Are the did he find his his people? Are those his, his people, or is it more of the backstory of his uh, time with the stormtroopers? I think it's familial. Do stormtroopers get reconditioned so they don't realize where they're from? Well, they yes. take them at such a young age. I think. I think they that's take them when they're super it. super young. Yeah. They brainwash them. They, Remember they his little like, kid picture in the, for the yeah. Force Awakens. He was like what four, five, four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, but also, even at four, you remember things. Like when you were really little, he doesn't seem to remember anything. So yes. how would he remember Ajana? That's what I'm saying. They actually do a thing where um, if you're acting weird, they'll send you for reconditioning, and it's like that's a, what Phasma a mind, does. Yeah, yeah, it's like a mind wiping thing. Um, to kind of like reset you. So they are kind of treating them like, like droids. Um, yeah, I, I have, uh, John is an interesting character. Um, I, I don't know if she's going to be related to anybody. Um, I, I also kind of considered, we talked on Monday about like the LGBTQ. I said she could be a candidate for that. Um, she's really easy to come in and say, you know, this is my family or something. Um, I, I, I don't know that that character is almost completely a mystery to me. I don't see how she's connected other than the fact that it just looks like they're going to meet this character and she's going to be like, heck yeah, let's go. Let's go fight. Right. And that's the only thing we know. Yeah. My only thing about that is they said they're going to explore his backstory too. Everyone's been focused on Ray's parents, but they're all going to explore Finn's too. And in the promo stuff, I know they're not showing us a lot, but he's either with the group or he's with Jana on those Han Hans. It's true. So those are his, those are his sequences in the movie for the most part. And he's on the Death Star. And she's behind him. And Oscar didn't do any training on horses. I think it was only him and Jana because he talked about that on Hot Ones. How it was him and Jana, right? Naomi and, doing the horse training. And when he's on the Death Star running, she's behind him. So she's mm-hmm. with him a lot. In this, and in that cockpit shot where we saw Finn, I it's think she was next to him. Yep. So if they're exploring his familiar background and we constantly see him with her, I think it's safe to assume it's possible that they may he's be long lost planet. family. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Yeah, it's possible. I also think that it's a uh, it's possible. It's funny we're doing predictions, but it's more like we're just running through all the possibilities. Like, <laughs> what if you find out his his name was something else, and he's like, "I, I still want to be known as Finn." But yeah, I I was gonna say I think it I think it is possible that uh, that the, that movie ends with him addressing his family in the sense of like, I don't need to know that because I have you or because I have. You know, I've found acceptance. Um, yeah, yeah. And that is that is exploring his backstory because in Last Jedi, I had, you know, I don't think they really ever mentioned that. They kind of mention it in Force Awakens. And this could be another mm-hmm. time when they're addressing the backstory is like, oh, I never really had parents or any sort of family, but now I do. And th- there you go. That was it. That's right. all I needed. That's addressing his backstory. I think the um, one that. Oh, go ahead, James. I'm sorry. No, that's it. I was going to say. Um, So that's all I have to say. <laughs> I think the one thing the one thing TLJ did a disservice was focusing so much on Ray and Kylo Ren, which I want to get to them in a minute, obviously, to to, to for the main event here. But is it took away from developing Poe and Finn further? 
Um, so much focus was on those two that I felt those two, the other two got left behind a bit. Poe was kind of pretty much in the resistance ship most of the movie, if not the whole movie until the end. And Finn went to Canto Bite. That's not character development. So um, I think JJ's bringing that back and he has only one film to do it. Um, we went over Poe earlier, what we think his fate's going to be. So do you guys want to um, get into Ray and uh, where we think she's at and this whole dark Ray thing? I mean, I just want to go out and say right now, I don't. I I hope they skip right over this dark ray thing quickly because we know that's not the end game. So why spend a lot of time in this movie on it when you have so much else to do and cover? That if you, we know that that's not the end game, then why spend so much time on it? So uh, I, I don't still know. think it's a vision. I stand by that. I hope so. I'm 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 with you guys. My my brain goes to all the possibilities. Like I was saying a minute ago. I still see a possibility where it, it it's not the end game. She doesn't end up as Dark Ray, but it could be central to the plot. Um, it could be this is what Palpatine is doing, you know? Um, this is an example of his plan or something, you know? Um, he could say, uh, you know, I know we've talked about the clone thing, but he could say, you're not a clone, but I plan on cloning you. Here's my first prototype. Um, and she's like, no, this sucks. You shouldn't be doing that. And then she kills Dark Ray and then kills Palpatine. I don't know, you know? And chops um, his head but, off. Yeah, exactly. But I still say that if there is a chance that the Dark Ray thing could be more important than just, like, um, her finding herself, you know, in a vision, which I think we explored that in uh, Last Jedi. So so now that she went and found herself and she's really happy where she is and she's building herself up and she's she's trying to go up against Kylo Ren, where does this other entity, this other dark version of her fit in? I don't think she needs like motivation at this point. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. from from Leia would be fine or from Luke, maybe. But I don't think she needs to be scared into yeah. you know, straightening up. I think the vision is going to Kylo. I don't think it's going to her. That's a good point, too. I've always considered it I think she's it her pretty vision. set in her ways. The Last Jedi, Yoda said she has everything she needs. She's good. She's on the right path. I think he's the one that could ultimately see her being dark because he hasn't had that vision with us yet. Ray has had that vision. She's had her cave experience. Yeah. Kylo hasn't with us, so... I could see it being one of those things that that could drive him to then team up with her. If he realizes that that could be a possibility that could drive him to go to the other planet where Palpatine is. I think that that could be (laughs) the turning point for him. It might be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very possible. I just pictured the uh, the like grease ending thing. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> where he like sees the mirror and there she is, and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> like I want that, yeah. I want that Ray." <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What, what he wanted on the supremacy when he reached his hand out finally came true. Yeah, um, no, that's a good point, Lacey. Maybe it's a vision for Kylo Ren. Um, the one thing that I find interesting, I'm saying it is. I'm done with possibilities. It is. Boom. Okay. Cool. Prediction. Nice. Um. Their whole the, the whole like Ray is unsure about her powers. They're still saying that like she's still um, not fully 
confident about her abilities or, or not necessarily that she's not confident about her abilities, but what, what its purpose is or what it means is she's not comfortable with the powers. And then that line, like people think they know me. Nobody does. Like there's, there's still a little, uh, doubts and, 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 and that sort of thing there. So what would uh, you do if dark Ray says that? uh, What would would you do if that line is dark Ray's line? Lose a People point think they on know the me, challenge. But they don't. <laughs> yeah, I would lose a point in the challenge because I said that she doesn't have any lines. <laughs> yeah. Because how crazy would that be if the trailer, the line that's over regular Ray is mm-hmm. dark Ray? Could be. I just, I don't want, oh, I'm just so dark rayed out. <laughs> like, if, it's how I felt about Porgs going into The Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird because I don't even think they're, well... Yeah, I don't really think there's like a huge phenomenon of her dark ray. I think people, it's just, it's just they a lot showed of it and people are like, all right, so wh- I don't know what that's, yeah. yeah. Um, so what about fights? Uh, I think that first fight that's happening in that white room is the whole let's bust Chewie out operation. Um, they're running, they're, they're escaping. I think Kylo Ren wins that fight, and that's Ray leaping and Finn grabbing her to put her on the ramp. I think he's besting her there, and she's getting the heck out of there. And that's that Kylo Ren win that we needed to get uh, yeah. in this trilogy in a lightsaber duel. So I think he's going to. Is best it a win her. though? He stands there. I think he bests her, and she escapes, kind of like when Maul escapes from Qui Gon. Uh, she seems to let her go though. She's clearly running away. I know, but he seems to like let her go though. Is that really besting her? You think what what makes you think he's letting her go? He's standing there and he gets blasted back by the Falcon. Yeah, he's being He's standing there and not shooting at her when she's standing there. He doesn't have a blaster, he's a lightsaber user. Because he also thinks she's cornered. She ran to the edge and there's nothing there, and then and then oh, the yeah, Falcon pops up. I don't I don't know. It's very right. like back a, to the future. Just screaming at her again. It is back to the future, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think there's gonna be that fight, obviously Pisana, Death Star. And Kajimi, I think they're gonna fight like four times in this movie. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, the Kajimi one was a surprise to me. I was like, I did yeah. not expect that. Do you guys think um, Palpatine's gonna be in this movie for more than like five minutes? Yes. Really? Yeah. Mm. I think he's gonna lurk, and then we're not gonna see him t- till the end. It's gonna be this buildup. Like, when is he gonna show up? When is he going to show up? We're going to keep seeing this lightning and stuff and these signs that he's there, but then we're not going to see him until towards the end. I think I it could be them. something. Go ahead, James. I was just going to say, I, I think they could Snoke him, but with payoff. Like how they were kind of showing Snoke in Force Awakens, but then they they he just kind of disappears and we never really got him in the movie. You're going to get that last five minute payoff of Emperor, but you mm. might see him throughout the movie as well. I th- yeah, I think we're going to get a Harry Potter Voldemort scenario where you have your main character just having these moments where they sense someone evil or they're getting visions of someone evil or hearing them. But like you said, John, at the end is where you'll get the big fight scene. But I think he's going to be throughout the movie. He has to be like scene? they have to explain Maybe from behind, not like face-wise. Yeah, because I feel like they're hiding him on purpose. They know we know what he looks like, but they're keeping that suspense by not showing him. And I think that's... But you could show him in other ways, though. You could show his hand. You could show... Oh, sure. Yeah. The hood. 
I'm saying like him there talking Palpatine in full, no BS. He here he is type of situation. Right. Yeah, at the um, end probably. And then it makes me wonder like, is that it for Kylo Ren? Is he like because like I said, the the doors open for him to turn and want to defeat help defeating Palpatine or whatever. Is the face off with Palpatine the end of evil Kylo Ren or is it another situation where Palpatine goes away and he's still dark side? Like, I don't know. So the crazy thing is that the footage that we've seen so far, we see him obviously with Ray on the Death Star. We see him in like his back on Kajimi and we see him. What appears to be him, we believe is him uh, flying the TIE fighter. And then we see him walking in the desert and then we see him again with his red lightsaber pointing at someone and then dragging on the ground going into what looks like a temple or some type of cave or something. So I think he's definitely going to be redeemed. There's no question. It's yeah. happening. <laughs> it's, Bendemption is coming. Um, I think he's going to team up with Ray and take down Palpatine yeah. in honor of his family's legacy because... Ray will ultimately kill Palpatine, but you have to have the Skywalker person there to also get the revenge of the family lineage. Is Palpatine going to kill Kylo Ren? I don't think Kylo's dying. I think we might think he's going to die, and then at the end, he shows up again. Like, we all assume he's dead. What? Like, I'm going to use this example, even though I've never seen the movie. Like, Batman, (laughs) the third one. Where he's dead, but he's not really dead. You mean Kylo Ren's going to show up in an Italian coffee shop? No, I knew you were going to take it the wrong way. No, that's not what I was saying. This conversation's been too serious. (laughs) Kylo Ren just turns around like, oh, hello. Because I keep thinking about what the what the words besides satisfying, magical, they've been sad, hopeful, mm. uh, you know, heartbreaking, but happy. Heartbreaking to me is Leia passing away, you know, well, f- killing Palpatine. But then I don't think they're going to kill Han and Leia's son. I still I just don't think that the message is there of like, yeah, he's got to die. Anakin died. Yeah. But he was Vader. It's different. Ben it's a different Solo's story. Color. You I know. can't compare the stories. They're different stories. But different you're saying, choices, different stories. I know, but different you're saying people. Star Wars is hope. And the whole story about Anakin Skywalker was how he fell and he rose back and he still died at the end. So it's right. still possible. But if Kylo dies again, if again, if again. Kylo dies, <laughs> I meant like in the way that Darth Vader died, yeah. sacrificing themselves for the hero. It is legit the same story. I agree. That's why I. That's went- why I don't think he's going to die. Mm. Because then you'd be like, okay, so he pulled a Vader. All right. So your Ray. your final prediction is he lives, and then what? He lives, and then shows up again. And what though? I I don't know. I like, haven't gotten that of, far in my the, prediction. What's the end of the story for him? I think the end of the story is that everybody is in a happy place. <laughs> and the galaxy's all ready to rebuild and evil is gone. And then Ray goes off on her own 
to either start a ca- an academy or go back to Octo. Like, she's got to be alone for some reason, like off on her own or off to go get something, and he shows up. The only thing I, I mean, I think there's uh, the possibility that everybody thinks he's dead, but he's not. So she, so she, she feels bad for him in the situation. She says, go, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll tell them you, you were killed or I'll tell them, you know, this happened. Um, like whatever the events was, she could say like, I'll tell them you fell in the grinder too. You know, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what the scenario is, but right, it right. would be very easy, probably, if it was just the three of them in a room, for her to come back and say, "Um, yes, Kylo Ren is gone." Yeah, he died. Yeah, yeah, he's gone, and that's, and then that's it. And, every- and everybody's like, "Oh, well, that sucks. We we never get to torture him." And, uh, <laughs> and 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 then maybe we leave it at that. I feel like that is open ended, um, which is kind of what is, they yeah. want, but I think like in a bad way. I think that makes people go, "What? What? What? I want to know what happened." I I agree. It gets to go away. He just gets a free ride. At so do you point? think he should die then? I guess that's my question for you. What do you think his story should be? I'm going to be honest. I think <laughs> that the story should be that he's evil, evil and there is no redemption. I'm I'm totally <laughs> of that mindset. I want to see good and evil and good win. Um but I do understand it's Star Wars, good and evil and balance and and hope and all that other stuff is important as well so i that's why i am on on the ride um yeah tricky situation i mean i i think that when they're saying it's not uh daisy ridley says it's not going to be a controversial a controversial ending at least she said it's not going to be as controversial as game of thrones so (laughs) I, i don't know i guess I guess that means she thinks she's pretty confident that people are going to like what they see. Here's she oh. said that about last Jedi though. So <laughs> like people are going to say that they love the movie and they're going to like, Oh, it's going to make you feel good or it's going to make you think. And then you go and then everyone has their own. Yeah. But she didn't say it. that last Jedi was not going to be controversial. Yeah, it's true. Here, here's my problem with the end because you have Chris Terrio saying they ended it where more stories could be told. Um, if they do eventually come back with Ray and tell more stories and Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, whatever you want to say, lives, you'd have to involve him somehow. And I think Adam Driver is done with Star Wars. So I think the character needs to die for so many reasons from a real life actor production aspect. If you're going to continue these stories and let alone the story itself, I I don't think Adam driver is interested in coming back to star Wars. You can see the look on his face during this press tour, the minimal amounts he's doing. I think he's moving on. He's having a major successful career without it. He did his time and he's moving on. If you leave him open and, make him live he is such a big character that you can't just be like 
And then he went off and ran a deli. And we're going to move on with Ray and everyone else <laughs> and continue these stories. You need to end his character here because he's such a great character, knowing that Adam Driver is probably not coming back to revisit it. So that's where I'm at. Here's so the funny thing is that Adam knew from the moment they offered him this part what the story was, where he was going to end up. That's the crazy part. So you have to assume whatever the ending ends up being, Adam knew from day one where it was going to end. <laughs> yeah. So he accepted the part knowing I'm either going to live or die. So, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, we last thoughts on, on this part. Yeah. And then we could give our. <laughs> one other thing is like, I think that. Lacey, I'd be 100% down with what you're saying. And I'm like, yeah, I think that's a total possibility if the character's name was, was Ben Smith and not, I mean, I know it's Ben Solo. Right. But he's a Skywalker. And I would I would totally be okay with this guy getting the free ride and, and he goes away and he disappears. Like Ezra. That's a great way to end the story. We don't have to tell you where he went. He went away. He's gone. Um, and that's it. That's the end of the story. To the unknown he disappeared regions. into hyperspace. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, that could very well happen to this character. And as far as anybody's concerned for many, many years and, and this battle, it's over, it's done. The, the, the person, the antagonist is, is away. The only problem is, is that when eventually Ezra comes back, <laughs> eventually when they want to bring this character back and explain where he went, it's part of the Skywalker saga again. Yeah. And that's, well, that's uh, tricky to me. So e e Ezra aside, this was supposed to be the conclusion of the Skywalker saga. And if you're going to have someone live and then potentially want to tell more stories, you're going to have to involve a Skywalker again, and then it gets muddy. Um, so we'll, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, last thoughts. What about um, force ghosts or even just Luke Skywalker? Do you think a very small cameo? We got to talk about Luke before we wrap up the discussion, of course. So yes, force ghost to well, yeah. come in with wisdom here and there. One, one scene. Two. Okay. What do you got? Are you asking for my scenes? Yep. Uh, towards the beginning of the movie, some type of training with Leia and or no, I go to three, three scenes. Beginning of the movie, some type of training. Two, <laughs> second scene, some type of callback with Harrison and Leia in the same scene. So we get to our, our three together. Mm -hmm. Three, towards the end of the movie, when they come to either give words of encouragement with a force ghost group to Ray, mm -hmm. um, or some type of lasting impression of like, it is done type thing. So right. three. Nice. James? Man, all of my predictions contradict each other. <laughs> I'm going to go with two. I think he shows up to somebody to give the advice to say, this is, you know, we know a little bit of what he says. Like, this is your fight now. So I'm assuming that's Ray. A thousand generations live in you now. Um, doesn't make sense for that to be Kylo Ren. And then, yeah, I think they show him again near the end of the movie. I think he's on screen one more time. I, I'm close with both you guys. I think um, three as well, Lacey. One, I think we will get a flashback with the big three. Uh, two, there'll be a big moment with Ray, uh, like you just said there, James. And the third one, I think we're going to get that final Force Ghost, Ray looking out to the horizon and sees Luke, Leia, Yoda, 
Kenobi, like maybe even Anakin, that sort of thing. Um, a little, I know you smile, but I think they're going to do that in a very cutesy sort of way. Yeah, like, who's that over there? Um, yeah, so, you yeah. said look off into the horizon and sees them. She's like, I think that's them. I think that's them. It's very squinty. But um, yeah, so that's that. Uh, yeah. Anything else? Nope. I think Wedge is coming back too. How about We're that? We're almost there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. That'll do it for the discussion of predictions. Let us know in the comments what your final predictions are and whether it's something we talked about or not and your thoughts on our predictions. Uh, and hit us up on Twitter at RBATSWNN also with your thoughts as well. And you did that in this next segment that we like to call Resistance Transmissions. Uh, Lacey is going to read your tweets, the best of the best of your tweets right now in our final Resistance Transmissions before the Rise of Skywalker has been in our brains. Oh my goodness. I just got super nervous. (laughs) Lacey, take it away. Yeah. It is time for resistance transmissions. And as I said that, I realize I always say it is time, but that's okay. It's my thing. Um, so how this works is every week John puts up a crazy wacky situation and you guys give your answers. And so we pick the best. Bless you. The most creative ones. (laughs) James is allergic to funny tweets. He's allergic to my terrible reading, I guess. Words. Me. Yeah. Maybe he's allergic to me. I did mute the the correct mic. (laughs) So nobody heard me sneeze. Except for you guys. You can just (laughs) cut this out. It's very random for audio listeners. All right, so the situation <laughs> is, imagine J.J. Abrams went to DM Pablo Hidalgo, RIP Pablo Hidalgo's Twitter account, uh, <laughs> for canon clarifications and found out he was blocked by Pablo like the rest of us. Well, that just proves that I don't read this until right now. <laughs> uh, let's assume J.J. made a backup account so he could DM Pablo. What is his backup Twitter handle? <laughs> All right. First up is Joey Sack at Joey Sack. Hi, Joey. He says, at, uh, hey, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Dekine Awakens at Dekine Awakens. And he said, at is Han Han Cannon. <laughs> Next oh, is Brandalorian at Phantasmic Ears. Uh, he said at Rad Bobot. <laughs> I like that. Nice. Next is Rez at Real Rez Ludub. Said at Oceanic Flight 815. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I had to Google what that meant. I assumed it meant it's lost. lost. Yeah. 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 Todd DeGrossier at Todd Knows Best said, at incredibly satisfying. They said satisfying so much in the past week. Mm -hmm. It's like a joke at this point. I feel like they're doing it on purpose. The movie should be called The Rise of Satisfying. (laughs) It really should be. They're like, what's a word I could use to... uh, mm." (laughs) The Rise of Satisfying. Uh, Darth Glucosa at Darth Glucosa said, at the Passion Projector. (laughs) <laughs> Projector, I think. Well, yeah. 
projector. Yeah. What? Well, How did I say it? Uh, well, I think because you know, I do the JJ, it's a passion project thing. Yeah, the passion projector. Yeah, I guess so. That's what it says. Is that wrong? I read it as projector, but I know that's projector. wrong. Projector. Yeah. Like oh, prospector. Right. Oh. Like he prospects. He's a prospector. Oh. He's a Justin projector. Reed at <laughs> Justin 011691 said at definitely not JJ Abrams. <laughs> that's one way to do it. Uh, next is Danny. Hi, Danny at Chibigon89. And she said at um Pablo, this is JJ. <laughs> nice next is bruno du amaral at bruno du amaral wrote at i underscore love in caps underscore random underscore transformer underscore drawings that's how to get to a man's heart yeah (laughs) i read ahead yeah Andrew Staley at deuce underscore Staley said at James Baney. <laughs> it's taken, JJ. You can't that's get it. That's incredible. Maybe that's oh JJ. Oh my god, that's Hall of Fame, guys. Come on, at James Baney. <laughs> I'll put I'll put I'll put Andrew in the Hall of Fame. That is Hall of Fame at James wow. B. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for your answers. If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. Uh, every week, John puts up some crazy pictures, scenario, story, fill in the blank, and you guys give your answers, and then we read them on the show. And as you know from my description of what the scenario was, I clearly don't read these <laughs> until never ever the night of. Ever, ever. Um, forever, ever. Anyway, nice. Back to you, John. All right, guys. I want to thank you for sticking with me here. Sick as a dog. Been recording Aww. for seventeen hours straight. <laughs> we made it through this episode. No, but I want to thank you so much for listening and watching, being a part of the resistance. Make sure you keep spreading the word and subscribing on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube. Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Remember, we have the Mando fan shows that are happening on Friday. So tomorrow we'll have a new one for you guys. I hope you're digging that. And also, um, if you're not sick of us, you can, as Lacey mentioned before, join us at patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. We have tiers starting at $2 a month, all the way up to the generals. Uh, And I want to thank all of them right now. And... Carmelo, Brian Shalito, Andrew Staley, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, <laughs> David Probus, John Reese, JG, Car, <laughs> Seth Kime, Micah, Harrison, and Val Trichkoff. Thank you, generals, on our Patreon page so much. Great <laughs> job, Neil, on your pod race. And way to make the Hall of Fame, Andrew Staley, the fourth Hall of Famer. At James in, Baney. At James Baney. <laughs> in, in Resistance Transmissions history. So good. Guys, go to StarWarsNewsNet.com every day for your latest Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. You guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and over at StarWarsNewsNet.com. And go get a Make Solo 2 Happen t-shirt at tpublic.com slash user slash resistance broadcast. Accept no imitations anywhere. That's the place. The only official one that counts. The only way Solo 2 would ever happen. I don't know. 
Um, James, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jan- uh, uh, Meyer Trunks. Uh, one day, one day. Aw, JJ got it. <laughs> one day, JJ will give that up. Uh, Lacey, how about you? People can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lacey Gillerin. Okay, guys, listen. We hope you enjoy your final weekend before the rise oh of Skywalker, <laughs> because it's gonna be a bloodbath. What? No, I don't know. We'll see. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. We hope you guys enjoy your weekends. We'll be back on Monday morning with a new episode and probably some more announcements for you. So stay tuned and we'll see you Monday right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids. Bye. I can almost taste the pie now. <laughs> <laughs>